takeout pizza of choice in my family like we would always get pizza hut um carry out because yeah I, my my mom really likes the the deep dish situation that they got going on do they do a hmm. deep dish they do and it's actually pretty fucking good really i've come to the conclusion that uh deep dish pizza is not a pizza it's just a casserole with pizza toppings <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah. no what thick bread does not make a casserole I think that you're eating bad <laughs> deep dish pizza. It's like extra dough and extra cheese. No. Yeah. The dough shouldn't be that That's much That's a thicker. thick pizza. That's not a deep dish pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's called deep dish because it's cooked in a deep dish. <laughs> no, the, the crust is the deep dish. And then you got all that toppings swimming around in like a puddle of cheese. Yeah, Trevor and oh. I lived in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> well, then Pizza Hut does not make a deep dish pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make a thick crusted pizza, sounds like, but not a deep dish. Which pizza. can be really good. Oh sure. I, I'm all for a thick crusted pizza. It's really good. So oh, okay, I got a story here. So I, I mentioned last week, two weeks ago, that I, I read eighteen books in a year as part of a New Year's resolution. At one point a friend of mine made a chart that like there was three of us, each of our names, eighteen spots to fill in what book you read, and then a little bag of stickers. So when you finish reading a book, you could put a sticker next to the name of the book to mark it off. So um, you're in elementary grade. school. Yeah. yeah, you got just a bunch of gold stars. I got an A. I read all 18 books. I don't, I don't hear this as insults. No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's not an insult. It's the chart that we're commenting on. <laughs> At the end of that year, we were like coming up on New Year's, and we were like, what are we going to do next year? We're like, we need another chart to put things on. And across the street from us was a Jets pizza. I'm not sure if you would be familiar with Jets. I think it's Midwestern not. pizza chain. It's it's not bad. I ate a lot of it, as this story will go on to tell. Uh, all of us at this apartment <laughs> ate a lot of Jets. Like, it was literally across the street. It was $2 for a slice. The slices were, like, square and thick and had, like, pepperoni, cheese, or sausage. Always ready for you. It took two minutes to come out. A hot slice of decent pizza. I would say it's the the Midwest equivalent of like Little Caesars. Oh, Little Caesars. Yeah. You know, you you. There's not a whole lot of options, but there's always stuff made that you can just walk in and be like, "Give me one yeah. slice of above mediocre pizza, please." Right. And they're like, "All right, that'll be two bucks." <laughs> so we went there all the time because it was so great and so cheap, and none of us were gonna cook. This was before I owned any form of cookware. I didn't own a pan. Like, I, we used paper plates because we didn't have any plates. Ugh. This is the type of humans we were. And we decided that on our fridge, we would make a chart to keep track of how many slices of Jet's pizza we were going to have that year. So, flash cut, two weeks into January, when all of us are above 20 slices, 
okay, maybe it was like three or four weeks. It was not into February, and we all were embarrassed. Like, it, it got to the point That's where... terrifying. I literally got home from work one day, and I was like, wait, where's Eric? He would always beat me home. Why is he not here? And I walked around, and I opened up the back door to, like, the stairwell that led down to the trash, and he's sitting there with a slice of Jets half in his mouth, and I'm like, you weren't going to mark that down. He's like, no. Secret pizza. Oh, yeah. man. That is, Trevor, the more I hear about your eating habits, the more I'm just surprised that you're still alive. Like, yeah, I, and I don't like, know. And like a proper like part of human society. <laughs> so when, when we lived together in Chicago, it was me, Trevor, and my girlfriend, Allison. And we were like, okay. It's the three of us. We're gonna just like cook dinner every single week or every single night, and we're all gonna eat it together because we've got pretty much like you know nothing else to do. And we lived around the corner from a grocery store, so it was it was great. It was amazing. And after like the third week, we were like, you know, Trevor hasn't cooked anything yet, nor has he done any <laughs> of the grocery shopping. <laughs> uh, so we were like, okay, Trevor, once a week you have to cook a meal, and you have to tell us what to buy for that meal, even if you're not the one who goes to the grocery store. <laughs> and Trevor was like, oh man, I got to learn things to cook then. Yeah. So Trevor knew how to make burgers, and I taught him how to make chili. And yeah. he would alternate those. So twice a month, we had burgers <laughs> and chili. as Trevor's one meal a week that he had to cook. After, after Tom and Allison moved, I went straight back to pizza rolls. I would yeah. buy the biggest thing of pizza rolls I could find. I would eat probably about 30 of them for dinner almost every night. That is insane. Or a big mixing bowl full of spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love spaghetti. That, like, spaghetti and meatballs is, like, my go-to, like, I'm lazy and don't feel like making food tonight meal. It's, Definitely. It's uh, solid. Yeah, yeah. And it's comforting. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, this is the Trevor Cooks podcast, yeah. teaching you all the ways to somehow survive. Without cooking. Uh, yeah. And when that segment is over, this is the Never Games. This is the Never Games. Welcome, everybody. My name is Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studio, and I am now kind of concerned that Tom's going to steal my title of Direct Sale Disaster Champion, because <laughs> he's only like one point behind me. My name is Connor Provost, and um, I haven't said this in a, in a little while. Hello, my babies. Don't think that I've forgotten Aww. about you. I miss you and love you all. They just make me feel <laughs> bad every time I talk to you. I can't wait for them to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> My babies? <laughs> yeah. Future friend of the show, Connor's babies. <laughs> they're, they're all here. I mean, they're all around us at all times. <laughs> what? My babies are like the force. <laughs> now it's getting really creepy. All right. Well, my name's Noel McInnes, and Tom doesn't want to go, and I'm captain of the blue team. I froze. Sorry. Oh. Okay. <laughs> my name is Tom O'Brien, and I think this is the first time I've gone last. How's it yeah. feel? Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. It's open ended. It is. I could, I, I, could, I could just keep talking and talking and not have to worry about who's next in line. Yeah, you can. You can that actually create a potentially better intro than the previous intro that Trevor makes up. Okay, That's here I got. I got another food based intro that we're gonna go into. Oh god. So okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I was eating cereal for breakfast the other Jesus day. Jesus Christ. 
And that's a normal no, thing, Noel. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's what people do. <laughs> so anyway, I was talking to my uh, my girlfriend, and apparently, see, I just thought this was just a thing that everybody did. Do you make like a cliff with your cereal as you're eating it that you like break down and get into the milk of at the bottom oh, of the bowl? Like like you sort of like whittle it away. Yeah. As you're eating it, so then oh, you have no. some that has that's like a little soggy because it's in milk, but then other that's crunchy. So, so each bite is like crunchy but milky. I do not do that, and reason being is that first order of business when my bowl of cereal is made is I have to push every little piece of cereal into the milk, oh, so that God. everything See, I'm is that guy. everything yeah. is is wettened. Because but, if you don't do oh. that, it shreds your mouth. No, yeah. like you just need what? like the five five percent milk saturation. And it's good to go. I don't know how slowly you're eating your bowls of cereal, Trevor, but like oh, these so things fast. don't degrade. They're just huge and I mean, bowls if, of cereal. If, it's, <laughs> if you're still eating it from like that big ass pasta fucking bowl that you're eating, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, I guess that's fair. Spaghetti like, hot dogs. A regular human sized bowl of cereal doesn't like doesn't moisten like that that quickly. Like yes, it if like if you fill it like you know a third to a halfway up with milk, the stuff that's in the bottom gets super soggy. So you just like you brush down the dry stuff into the milk, let it sit for a second, then you scoop okay. it out and eat it. You Trevor, get to choose with each bite exactly how crunchy you want it to be. Trevor, now I'm wondering in what order do you make your bowl of cereal? Cereal first, then spoon, then banana, then <laughs> milk. Okay, we're not talking about fancy oh, okay. adjuncts. I was I was I was <laughs> No, I was just I was starting to get this concern that you were one of those crazy people that does milk first. Milk first? Yeah. Oh, I heard, God, no. Right, the way that you said you fill it halfway up to right, right, that's up with what... milk and then and I was like, "Wait, and then?" I've heard people do like two separate I guess cups in this instance of milk and cereal and you you take out a little spoonful of milk no. and you drop on a couple things, no. sprinkle it individually because, with each one. Yeah, like... because Every bite is the first bite of your bowl of cereal. That person, that like person that. knows where bodies are buried. See, that person is a, is a sociopath. The sane way to do and that is again. to build the cereal cliff and break it down as you want to take bites. Every bite is right, like the first I, bite. That, that's not great for the cereal environment, and that's just one step away from cereal <laughs> fracking. And oh, you do not want that to come back to cereal bite you in your cereal ass. Yeah, no, the, the two separate cups, it reminds me of a guy I knew in college who the way he drank Lipton iced tea was to grab a handful of Lipton iced tea powder, put it in his mouth, and then drink water. Once okay. again, no. he knows her bodies are buried. Oh, no. Also, like the he, Lipton iced tea, he will kill again. The Lipton iced tea mix is like ninety-five percent sugar. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's be concentrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I could see if you're putting the water in first and then the mix, because you just you don't want to get that mix straight onto your tongue. How do you put water in and then like do you just like like gargle it in? Yeah. As you're <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, Oh my hey, god, we uh, gotta, yeah, we gotta get to the meat and potatoes let's, let's of, this, play a game. of this podcast. Oh, a game sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, so I have first game, and my game is Guess If Trevor's Eaten It. No. <laughs> <laughs> Answer? A human no. shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I specified human. I mean, like, what kind of shoe? I mean, it could I mean, be I a see, horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since this is... My last game of the season, I thought I would go with a classic and play a game where I came up with the name first. 
Uh-oh. So I'm going to start by giving you the name of the game. It is Music is Easy, colon, Paris Hilton is a Musician. So I don't know if you know this, okay. but Paris Hilton released an album yeah. in 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Titled Paris. <laughs> Paris, live in Paris. <laughs> uh, it peaked at number six on the Billboard 200. It sold 77,000 copies in its first week and has sold over 600,000 copies worldwide. That doesn't seem like a lot. That is peak that's, like Paris and Nicole time. So like that. That's when she was I like guess a thing. The point of the game is I think all of you can write better lyrics than Paris Hilton. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I am going to give you three lines of the song. You're going to have to come up with the fourth line. If you come up with a line that is better than Paris Hilton, by my judgment, then I will give you a point. If it's not better than Paris Hilton, you don't get a point. If it's the exact same line as Paris Hilton, you lose a point. What? <laughs> okay. Easy enough. So it's better it's better to be not Paris than to be Paris. Uh, yes. I am in a band that has recently released a, an album, and I don't want this to be the way that people find out that I am not the songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I wasn't sure if you having music writing experience was going to help you. Um, I'm more of the music writer than than the lyric. Yeah. Lyricist. Lyri- lyric I know assist. how to rhyme. That's, That's all you I need. Do. These are all going yeah. to be A B A B rhyme schemes. Okay. All right. Shocker. So the most complicated of Paris Hilton's rhyme <laughs> schemes. I'm just glad that it's not just like A A A A. That would actually be difficult. <laughs> It'd just be annoying. Yeah. I don't know. I read a lot of insane clown posse lyrics for that one other That's game. True. <laughs> <You> did. <laughs> Paris Hilton is better than that. I'll, I'll let you know that much. Okay. Okay. Let's jump right in. First song is called Stars Are Blind. It is the hit single off of Paris Hilton's 2006 album, Paris. Do you think you could call it a hit single? Of course. The first three lines are, even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, blank. So each of you is going to have to come up with a fourth line, and I'm going to judge whether it's better than Paris Hilton. I'm going to go with, uh, you won't be able to keep me off your mind. Okay. Noel, what are you, Noel, what you what doing are you with doing that there? phone? Sorry, no, I'm still uh, technically working my other job, so I'm just trying to clock out. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind. Is that Gandalf coming back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gandalf the funky. I'm going to say, uh, and I hate it because I hate everything about this. Uh, happiness is all you'll find. Happiness is all you'll find. I'm going a little Beatlesy on that. Because, like, early Beatles lyrics. Oh, God, yeah. They're a great band, but those, some of those <laughs> lyrics are not great. Yeah. Uh, Tom, what was yours? You won't be able to keep me off your mind. Okay. Oh, man, you, you said mind? Okay, I won't do mind. I mean, you can use the same rhyming word. Just like... No, you can't. Okay. Connor, what did you say? Happiness is all you'll find. 
Even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, blank. Then I will show you that I can be kind. (laughs) (laughs) I I really hope that's wrong. That's so fucking dumb. (laughs) So none of you hit Paris Hilton's lyrics. Not surprising because this line is terrible. I'm going to give each of you a point for beating her. Actual lyrics are, even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, I'll show you mine. Oh. Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> that, that's, that's not ABAB that, rhyme scheme. That doesn't even fit. That's not enough syllables. <laughs> yeah. I was really concerned that it was going to be, even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, even though the stars are blind. <laughs> 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 Could have been. Maybe. I'm not going to give away any of the others. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll move on to number two, which is actually the very next lyric in this same song. Um, oh, my God. So good. You have to mention it twice. <laughs> yeah. So even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, I'll show you mine. I can make it nice and naughty. Be the devil and angel, too. Got a heart and soul and body, blank. I can't even fart and pee and poo. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just to prove that she can do all the things you need to do with a body. <laughs> uh, I'll go with, uh, if you don't, my dad will sue. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to just say, all of this I'll give to you. Oh, Connor's in it to win it. All right, Connor goes with, all of this I'll give to you. Tom, are you going with the Sue line? or? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Noel? Yeah, baby. Poo all, poo all the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm only going to give a point to Connor on that one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was supposed to be funny. You can be funny. Oh, it was, but yeah. it wasn't points earning. Yeah. <laughs> I want to win, man. I laid out the rules. <laughs> oh, God. So the actual line uh, it goes I can make it nice and naughty, be the devil and angel too, got a heart and soul and body. Let's see what this love can do. Wow. That's, le- that's less <laughs> funny. This annoys me even more because cause in the last stanza, the last line doesn't fit the syllables. And then this one does, though. It's like, what is happening? Oh, I hate her. Oh, I hate her so much. Right, okay, let's now, be real. Not, she didn't actually write this song. Yeah, I doubt it. insensitive or anything like that, but is she still alive? Yes, yeah, there is actually, actually okay. a documentary. A documentary just came out. Yeah. Where documentary what's revealed stereo. the big reveal in the in the documentary is that like what you think of Paris Hilton is has been a character she's playing this entire time. Yeah. Like that's not her. Yeah. That's a that's I a f- fake thing. I feel like that's just that's what I would say if I was Paris Hilton. <laughs> uh apparently it's pretty common because I mean Britney it's happening to Britney Spears too although her story is a lot more tragic. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a lot worse. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Song number three, or round number three. This is a lyric from the song. Still song number one. No, moving on to a different song now. This is song number three by Blur. This is song number three by Blur. (laughs) Not many people know this. It was written by Paris Hilton. Um, (laughs) uh, Turn It Up is the name of the song. 
<sighs> the lines are, can you make me hot? Make me touch the ceiling. Can you read my mind? Blank. Do you know what I'm feeling? Baby, I hope you're dealing. No. <laughs> I want to, I want can you make me hot? Make me touch the ceiling. Can you read my mind? Do you know what I'm feeling? Yeah, that seems pretty good. I'm going to say experience my feelings. Or no, I'm going to amend that to experience the feeling. All right. Get that S out of there. No, what do you got? I don't know. I got, I got a weird feeling about this one. I think she says ceiling twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, she probably can does. you make me hot? Can't make me touch the ceiling. Can you read my mind? Remember, you don't want to get the line. <laughs> yeah, the you don't want to get her line. Yeah, I know. Can you can you make me hot? Make me touch the ceiling. Can you read my mind? But really, can you make me touch the ceiling? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can you give me a piggyback? Yeah. <laughs> Chicken fight. Oh, okay, I got no, a, no, I I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go realistic. Um, can you make me hot? Make me touch the ceiling. Can you read my mind? What a wonderful feeling. What a wonderful feeling. So all three of you are going with the word feeling. Well, I sure. thought of a better one, and I don't know if I can change it at this point. But Do you want to change it? I haven't, I haven't given the scores yet. Okay, I'm going to change it to, boy, you got me reeling. Boy, boy you got me reeling. Boy. Boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> and Noel, what was yours again? I don't know. What a wonderful feeling. What a something wonderful Christmas-y. feeling. Something Christmassy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah something Christmassy is in parentheses. <laughs> can you make me hot? <laughs> so the actual lines are, can you make me hot? Make me touch the ceiling. Can you read my mind? Can you give me that feeling? Connor, I feel like you were closer with your first one. You don't want to be well, close, sure, though, Noel. It's not close. You don't want to be. I know, but fuck. Um, Just saying it. So Connor actually saved himself a point there by not going with the same one. I'm going to say Tom loses a point hey. because do you know what I'm feeling and can you give me that feeling are essentially the same. I mean, it they l- both end in feeling. They end in feeling. Do you know what I'm feeling? But mine was more more of just a, a ge- gener- general observation. Yeah, you're going to get no <laughs> points because that's a bad one. <laughs> Tom, I'll, I'll give you a moment to barter if you want to get Such knocked down to game. no points. Dumb, stupid game. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that the, the general consensus of it is the difference between uh, enforcing feelings on someone else versus them being empathetic. So, but uh, hey, it's your game. I think it's, I, I think it's talking about the same thing, but in a different way. That's that's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's too close to 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 lose a point. Okay, we'll yeah, we'll go I, with no I mean, points for Tom on that one then. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and Connor, I forget what your lyric was. Boy, uh, you got me reeling. Boy, you got boy. me reeling. I'll give you a point for that one. I think that is better than. Can you give me that feeling? Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that make? That makes it three points for Connor now. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, no, you play this game. I think Noel has one. Point one each for me and Noel. One, one. Okay. So. Thank God. I just, round number four. I'd have to quit my band if I lost this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rules. Round number four. The song is Jealousy. And the lyrics are, 
I was always happy when I was watching you become a star, but you were only happy blank. When you were wearing diamonds and driving nice cars. I'm locking it in. Locking it in for Noel. Or, mm, nope. <laughs> Damn. Can I change? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to go with? But you were only happy when you were watching me from afar. Ah, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I feel like that's too close, though. I'm nervous. I'm going to go with uh, when you were leaving scars. Oh, man, with... that's a good one. Oh, no, that's too good. I was always happy when I was watching you become a star, but you were only happy. I was going to go with when the two of when the two of us are far, but that's too close to what Noel said. So You could always do um but you were only happy when you were performing the Gamja Bar. <laughs> Dune reference. I'm going to say <laughs> Which is, which is like the weirdest time to be happy was during that horrific, yeah, the... horrific mental and physical trial. <laughs> I'm going to say when I was left out in the dark. Ooh, that's just that that rhymes just not enough where I'm worried it's going to be correct. <laughs> <laughs> so actual lyrics are, I was always happy when I was watching you become a star. But you were only happy when the world was opening up my scars. Oh. <laughs> See, once again, she does not understand <laughs> syllables. <laughs> <laughs> so I, oh. I'm having a tough time on Tom, Tom's one here because, honestly, when you were leaving scars is a much it's, better line. It's a much better line. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the same I, I think sentence he gets a, a little bit. I mean, it's your choice. It's your game. But I think he gets a point because... The whole goal is to be better than her. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Tom, you get a point. Um, I love that it was balancing between get a point or lose a point. <laughs> no points wasn't on the table. <laughs> it wasn't an option. Well done, Tom. Connor, I, I got to give one to you again. Also, when I was left out in the dark, it's a solid line. Yes. And uh, Noel, you'll get one as well. Watching me from All afar. Right. Again, music is easy. Song number five. <laughs> Music is easy. You got me fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> Last song. Connor has a point in every round so far. Just want to draw yeah. everyone's attention to that. Um, I would do something to sabotage him if I could, but that's not how this game I works. have gotten you a point twice now. <laughs> I know. I, I would not sabotage you if I had the chance, Connor. <laughs> not in this game. Just the one where you don't have a choice is the one where you wouldn't. <laughs> My retribution for putting you in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently twice. <laughs> uh, all right. Last, last round. The song is Turn You On by Paris Hilton. The lyrics are, all the boys are looking up at me as I dance on the tabletop. Tonight, I'll be their liquid dreams. Blank. Do you guys remember that episode of Bob's Burgers where <laughs> Mr. Fish Odor's brother was like dating this um, aspiring singer, <laughs> but she only had like a quarter of a song or a quarter of a verse, and all it was was, I, I don't know about everyone else, but I like to be fancy, 
come on, guys, and let's make it dancey. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's all I was well, thinking. Well, fancy and dancey is a legitimate rhyme in a Kesha song. Yeah, yeah. but it was still just funny. <laughs> Do you want to type this one out? Because I already forgot what it was. Yeah, uh, the lyrics are: All the boys are looking up at me as I dance on the tabletop. Tonight I'll be their liquid dreams. Blank. I'm going to go with that champagne is going to pop. That champagne is going to pop. All the boys are looking up at me as I dance on the tabletop. Tonight I'll be their liquid dreams. Blank. I haven't actually listened to any of these songs, so I don't know what to do yeah. other than just read these to you. I'm worried this is going to be like insanely suggestive. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It says liquid dreams. Yeah, was it not suggestive? <laughs> Tonight I'll be their um, liquid well, dreams. Mean, like, no, they're just doubling down line by line. More suggestive. Noel, I will give you a point if you can come up with something more suggestive than Tonight I'll be their liquid dreams. Boy, howdy. All right. <laughs> separate, separate from the, the actual game. Uh, I'll, make, <laughs> I'll make all their hearts stop. Ooh. Wait, is this the last one? It I'm is. super happy about yep. it. Okay, well, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, I hope your parents have a mop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I Each love the idea that this is all going down at their parents' place. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just assuming. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, Can you imagine that? It's like a twenty-year-old. Where's the mom? Twenty-year-old <laughs> home from college. Oh my god! Just, like, oh, yeah, that's John. basically the target demographic I was going after. With that. That's uh, wow! Lock, <laughs> wow! Locking it in. Locked in for the whole. <laughs> I hope your parents have a mop. You gotta um, give them a point for that. Yeah, That's no, so you get funny. a point. You get a point for that. Um, Bravo. The actual lyric: All the boys are looking up at me as I dance on the tabletop. Tonight I'll be their liquid dreams. They want a piece of what I got. No, again, Paris, you got to make it rhyme. <laughs> Paris. <laughs> I gotta, oh I gotta God. say, I'll make all their hearts stop is a better line. I think yeah. I gotta give it to Connor. Yay! Tom would also get a point. That champagne is gonna pop is a is probably the best line given. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna I, count I, the Noles. four of them. I would have to disagree. <laughs> 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 I am. I hey, am. John, can, yeah. you, can you please tell Paris to get off of our dining room table? <laughs> How did she get in here? Oh, God. I'm dancing. Yeah. <laughs> so that has been Music is Easy, colon, Paris Hilton is a musician. Oh, I'm, that was a good game. I'm that was funny. so glad to Thanks. know that I'm a better songwriter than Paris. <laughs> Does that mean uh, Connor gets a bonus point? I do believe. Oh, that's a sweep, yeah. That's a yeah. sweep. Go fit. And that, that flips the leaderboard. Which is yeah, what I, I, I really needed that. So. 
again, I, I had I had the only game where uh, somebody got two bonus points, and then I lost every game two weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely out of the game. running at this point, and I'm really disappointed about it. Really, really, Trevor, you're disappointed. I am. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I was so close, like three weeks ago. Yeah, okay, maybe so not three. Close. Like I, I was six. really close. Also, uh, episode two, and then I just kind of went down the drain. Um. After that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Noel, I did look it up. There is, in fact, a Domino's close enough to me. So you know. Oh man, and I am. Oh, I should double check that. Yeah. I'm really. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I honestly wasn't sure because I've never seen a Domino's down here. But apparently, there's okay. one like one and a half miles from my house. <laughs> I'm really regretting opting for the salad. Because I'm just I'm worried about Domino's <laughs> delivering just one salad. <laughs> like I feel like I have to get a pizza as well, but like save the pizza for like yeah. off air. Or you can't eat like it that. warm. You have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got to congeal into one. Yeah. Big, you, it you has know, to sit on a counter size. overnight. That's really not a punishment though, because like cold pizza is good. Cold pizza is great. I had cold pizza for one... breakfast like two days ago. Manhole size. I'm shocked by that. Disc of congealed fat. <laughs> For the All fans, right, I feel like we should let people in. Uh, we've decided that the last place punishment that me. whoever happens to finish in last place at the end of the that season. We're going to do a, uh, a wrap-up episode where Noel is going to deliver each of us Domino's pizza. Either he can have them have deliver it or us. bring it to <laughs> us himself. Yeah, um, he has to drive all across the country. Yeah. Don't worry, the Zoom meeting will still be on. Yeah. <laughs> you can call it. It's going to be a lot of hours of Noel singing to himself in traffic. <laughs> at least I do have You guys some... are still there, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You guys still recording? Um, well, at least I have some good, good music material to listen to after that last game. Yeah. So, yeah. I will be happy. Trevor has gifted you with the... the the glorious knowledge. That... The glorious knowledge of both Paris Hilton and Insane Clown Posse. So that is oh, your road man. trip. That's actually, that's the real punishment is that's all you can listen to. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, uh, that's well, too much. I, I like the idea that ICP is Insane Clown Paris. <laughs> it's just... Game. Game name. Dibs. <laughs> uh, if anybody out there has a game that they loved this season, send us an email at hello at thenevergames.com and we'll try and put together a new version of that game for our bonus episode. Oh, yeah. I've been looking through mine. Oh, I've had mine picked out. I've had mine picked out for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait, now, are no we spoilers, picking, but... Are we picking no, no, our, no, no. our favorite games that we've come up with or just favorite games in general? Because, um, like, I feel like we should open it up to... To all of them? All of the games the that whole have The whole Pantheon? I like and that. And now I'm wishing that I like kept a list of all the games. If you go to gooddammit.bandcamp.com, all of the game themes are listed with the game titles. Oh, shit. Hey, yeah. All right. Well, how's about that even doing it? That is actually also, if you go to thenevergames.com slash music, you can find a link to that Bandcamp. Neat. All right. I think. Great. Maybe. Um, uh. I think... <laughs> Uh, speaking of various forms of media, I think that brings us to the Media Minute. Correct? It brings us to the various forms of Media Minute. It does. I know it's not my week, but I don't want to <laughs> like uh, I don't want to take up your week, Tom, by like doing something uh-huh. at the end of it. I just wanted to like jump in real quick because uh, remember last week I was oh. talking about a teacher. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've watched more episodes, and now there's only one episode left to air. They haven't done any anything that Nothing. I was hoping they would do. Oh. Not a single thing. So I'm now on episode nine. I've now watched nine out of ten episodes. There's only one episode left to go. And there's no there there has been nothing to show that it was like abuse or grooming or anything like that. Mm. Still relatively enjoyable to watch, but like the repercussions that you see are like they actually had like a legitimate connection and now <laughs> they like miss each other and like oh. she went to jail and shit and but like it doesn't do any of the things that it seems to promise to do. The night is still young on that. My my real question is, if you had to compare a teacher to the episode of Thirty Rock, where you find out that Frank's uh, oh yeah <laughs> uh, teacher, I gotta tell you that uh, I've never watched Thirty Rock. <gasps> what okay, so it is so good. Yeah. The, yeah, it's the it's only show. show where Trevor can say he's watched more than you. <laughs> That's probably true. Because yeah. he's watched it one and is a half Bruins times. Is Ruins episodes a show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it airs on TV. It's true. Well, <laughs> see last night's episode of the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> it did not go the direction I was expecting. No. <laughs> so yeah, I apologize for the interruption. I just wanted to give the update because I I know it wasn't a, a complete review uh, when I did it. So. Yeah, yeah. I'll know to avoid that show now. <laughs> so I want to talk about two things real quick. I've got three things I want to talk about. Two of them are going to be very quick things, uh, and one thing will be our the longer thing that I guess we talk about. The first thing is that uh, for my birthday last week, I got a PS4. Yay! Uh, and I have been playing uh, that there Spider-Man. Ooh. That's a pretty good game. It's pretty fucking great. I know. Shock, <laughs> shocking review. No one's ever had this opinion before, nor have they expressed <laughs> it recently. But uh, that that Spider-Man game is a good game. And that is the entirety of my review there. Uh, unless other people have things they want to say. I think we've already talked about Spider-Man, but we have. Uh, <laughs> I'm really happy then, that you're enjoying it. And then the other thing I want to talk about, this, this we can talk about a little bit more. I think the original How the Grinch Soul Christmas cartoon is a perfect movie. <laughs> I just think it's, I think it's amazing. It's... I think it's like, it tells a story. It tells a succinct story. I think it's entertaining. And, like, the Grinch is one of the best evil characters at the beginning that I feel like exists in media. Does the Grinch exist outside, before that movie? Is that, like, something that was turned into a movie? Or No. I, I don't... It, I mean, it was a book. It was a, it was a book, book. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was a doc, Dr. Seuss joint. I yeah. thought you were going to say documentary. <laughs> well, well, yes. Yes and no. I mean... Most of it's pretty much dramatic hyperbole, but they get into that. It's it's mostly about Stalinism. You know? <laughs> it's, it's just a hev- heavily metaphor. Uh, uh, oh god! Oh, they did Tom. do they did a second movie that is supposed to be a prequel, quote unquote, uh, to the called Grinch. "The Grinch Hates Christmas" or, or "Hates uh, Halloween" or something like that. It's a Halloween movie where the Grinch like comes to Whoville. To terrify, terrorize everyone, as a representative of the island of ghouls, and then like Whoa, that's crazy. fails and gets stuck um, near Whoville, and then nuts. that's why he's like at the top of Mount Crumpet. I mean, honestly, I haven't... that's something that Weird. we needed because there is there are a lot of open ended questions just to even like yeah like 
Well, so here's throw everything out there in the 2000 remake starring Jim Carrey, <laughs> which is quite possibly my favorite Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> and if you add, I'm I'm being completely serious. It's one of Jim Carrey's best movies. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. They do go into like the background of like why he like. It's a different retelling. Like that sounds fantastical and awesome. But in this 2001, he's just like at school and he likes a girl and gives her a present and then people laugh at him and he's like, "Nah, fuck Christmas!" Oh, and he moves, right. he moves up to Mount Trumpet. <laughs> I learned, I learned today that Jim Carrey had to go through CIA anti-torture training for that movie. Yes, he did because yes. it took so long to put the prosthetic, like, like the makeup, makeup on. on him. Yeah, yeah, it was like six that hours it, on, six hours off. Good, God. eight and a half. Yeah. 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 Why? So eight and a half and... hours to get the makeup on, and then a full day of filming, and then eight and a half hours to get it off. I don't think oh. it took that long to get well, it off. Right, it's but a lot, still, it takes well, a lot I mean, longer yeah, to pull just, off a rubber yeah, mask. Just, like fuck a like a bandaid. Uh, makeup just takes a, a <laughs> little while. To, it, it definitely wasn't eight and a half hours, but it was probably still like but a two hour affair. Apparently, yeah, Jim Carrey, who is like a very funny but not the most stable man to begin with. Mm-mm like really went off the deep end in filming that movie because of the immense tremendous stress he was under really with that makeup yeah right i saw have you guys this is very separate but i think it's called being andy where he uh oh yes he did yeah. the andy coffin movie uh, andy, and he, Duf- he, uh, andy coffin yeah he went method acting for it and like almost didn't come back have you have you seen man on the moon though yeah, I haven't. His his portrayal of Andy Kaufman it's, it's is like it it perfect. is Andy Kaufman. Yeah, like yeah. so much so to the point that in the Being Andy documentary, what I learned that I didn't know before was that like Andy Kaufman's family met with Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman. Yeah, and we're like talking to him like in order to gain closure. Yeah, wow. And like he was so convincing that like his his parents were like it felt good to talk to our son again. <laughs> yeah i've i've heard that jim carrey is on some fairly strong like bipolar disorder medication and like mood levelers and stuff like that and that although they can't require him to go off that a lot of directors will heavily suggest that he does to make his characters more wacky yeah i've heard and that. i feel That's, like that is terrible that is yeah. horrifying yeah if That's... i think he he might bring that up no I know I've seen that somewhere. I was going to mention his um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, he had like an extended episode on that, and they, I forget exactly what it was they went into, but it was something similar. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is one of the most, the hardest to watch episodes of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee to me because he's clearly not just being funny. He's like, yeah, at a level that is like disturbing. And his wackiness in that episode, I I think I, I haven't I seen that, I haven't seen that episode. So like, well, like at, at one point he jumps up onto the table and steals a coffee pot from a like the waitress and pours himself a cup of coffee from twelve feet off the ground. Like, nails it too. Doesn't spill a drop. <laughs> he, he he does he does it, but he's like, no, look at me do this, and like. I'm just like, okay, that's like that's funny and goofy, but also like to a degree that I'm like if it was a twelve year old, I'd be like, that kid needs to see something. You kinda get that feeling when you watch like old video like nineteen eighties videos of like Robin Williams yeah. uh in interviews and stuff. Who I think well, is that, the funniest man who has ever lived. That was just like, cocaine. I mean that was A cocaine, but like also ser- like he 
Yeah, Robin I Williams mean, he... had like some serious mental issues. Sure, but as a lot of comedians do. Yeah, like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but The Grinch though, The Grinch, <laughs> you're right, is a great movie. <laughs> Yes. Wonderful uh, family Christmas movie. He is not on cocaine. Uh, <laughs> uh, he might he, be. In yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's not, Mount Crumpet is not covered in snow. It's just, yeah. <laughs> the Grinch is skiing, but... It's just hookane. <laughs> I said hookane? I said hookane. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I, I heard nice. you. I heard you. <laughs> Uh, but the, I guess the big thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, the Queen's Gambit. Yes, and I can't believe we have not talked about it before. I know. It That's took insane. I was, have you guys watched the Queen's Gambit? I've watched it four times over. The first time... Wow. wow. Uh, the first yeah. time it was brought up was the week before I was going to do my multimedia minute, and I was like, I'm going to watch this and talk about it, and then I forgot to watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. so I it's... still actually haven't ha- haven't watched it, but I love Anya Taylor Joy so much. Yeah, spoiler alert, this was pretty good. This <laughs> is pretty good. I've not seen it. For those of you who don't know, uh, it's about a young girl who is orphaned at the age of like six, goes to live in an orphanage, and while living in the orphanage, uh, discovers two things. She is a chess prodigy, and she really likes horse tranquilizers. Yeah, man, they're the bee's knees. Uh, so the entire show is her... So ketamine? No, it's it's been discontinued long ago, but oh, okay. something like that. Yeah. Unlike um, ketamine. But still... Yes. No, ketamine is actually legal now. Is yeah, it? Ketamine's around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for small, horses. Yeah. No, it's also legal for human beings. Like, oh, small okay. amounts of it. There's... Well, we, di- we digress. Yeah, again. again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh... You guys want to go into a 45-minute um... conversation about ketamine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're each going to go into a K-hole right now and yeah. talk about it. Right guys, <laughs> let Tom talk. See what comes Sorry. in. <laughs> oh, my God. So the, ho- the whole show is about this uh, young woman as she grows up dealing with being an orphan, her experiences with that, her struggles with addiction, and becoming one of the best chess players in the world like she's a 100 percent like savant prodigy in it so like although she studies a ton a lot of what she does is intuitive um there's this reoccurring thing where she will get high and then envision a chessboard upside down on the ceiling and do every possible play to figure out like what the next best move is or like how she could have won the game that she lost wow hmm. And it's really just amazing. It's it's definitely one of those shows. I feel like it's a thing in dramas now where it's like hits you as hard as possible with some stuff. But I feel like this is one of the shows that has done the best of like pull me back out of it. Like, you know, you watch an episode of BoJack Horseman or the entirety of BoJack Horseman. and You're like, oh, man, every episode just makes me feel worse and worse and worse. (laughs) And at the end, it's like, good. Now you feel bad. (laughs) But like wonderful show. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love Bojack, but but this I was like, oh, it's pulling me down so deep, it's pulling me down so deep, and then I was like, Bing! <laughs> no, things things actually got better. Yeah, I started tearing up at the last episode. It was just such a great way on how they ended it. Wait, now is this a, is this a true story about like an actual person or? Uh, not particularly. It's not There's based some... on anybody. Not okay. not specifically. There's some um uh, supporting cast members who are kind of. 
based loosely around one other chess prodigy back in the day, but they kind of add elements to different people. And so I'm assuming maybe, but I know it's definitely based on a book. I don't know how true that yeah. book is, mm -hmm. but there are a lot of supporting cast members that are, are, are loosely based around uh, other chess prodigies. One of the things that I also love about this show is it, t it takes place in the 60s, mid, mid to late 60s, and that there is a constant undertone of like institutionalized sexism. Mm. Um, that is like people okay. who are like, oh, you're a girl, you can play chess, like you can, you can't handle your finances, right? Because you're a woman, and she hits that in the chess world. But very early on in the show, people are like, at first, people are like, oh, you're a woman, like, do you need to go to the like junior miss chess like division? And she's just like, no, I'll play in the like main games, <laughs> right? And then she wins a bunch, and everybody's like, oh, okay, you're good. Like and that's it. Like huh. everybody's just like, oh yeah, you're. <laughs> there's no big like conversion or any like. There's just not like a, a bigger discussion about it or anything like that. It just kind of like happens. There's, I mean, there's some. There's a bunch of time skips in it. Is a big part of it. Oh, okay. I feel like at the beginning, it's like you know, the the people know who she is because she's the girl who beat like these great chess players, and then she shows up and they're like, oh, you're Beth Harmon. You're amazing at chess it's great to meet you i'm excited to play against you and there's a lot more discussion about the outside world of chess like people who aren't in the chess world who are like beth Harmon is a woman can she possibly compete with these men but the actual chess players are like no you're just you're a person who's good at chess we don't care what your gender is but it's it's That's weird cool. like it's the contrasting the biggest contrasting moment for me was when the in her first uh, i guess tournament the two people who were like registering yeah contenders they're like you can't play here you're a girl and you got cooties and all all that shit um and then not not like after immediately after the tournament the tournament but like the next time they see her at the next tournament they're all like buddy buddy and all that and they remain like they're they're you know they, comra they're, comrades yeah, throughout the uh throughout the show major characters throughout she, like, the show proves yeah. herself to them i guess yeah. yeah one of the things i've read in recently though is that uh since this show came out unsurprisingly huge spike in the number of people yeah. who are trying to play chess but apparently uh because we live in the digital age a lot of chess tournaments now are all online hmm. and apparently there has been a huge spike in cheating at chess oh. that i don't know how you do that but that if you were to do it in a physical setting your opponent would see you do it the judge would see you do it like right yeah it's super hard to cheat at chess in person but apparently people do it like crazy in internet games huh, huh. that's not shocking and... to me if there's if there's something if there's a, any sort of competition or game online people are gonna fucking hack that shit it just seems right. like a weird thing to try and to try and imagine what said cheat would be you know uh, i assume just like some sort of program that like tells you like like analyzes the move and um, tells you the next moves and that kind of thing yeah. yeah you know you you get open up the thing on your phone where you're like i'm gonna play chess against this grand ma like set it to grandmaster and i'm just gonna do what my opponent's moves are and then see what the computer does as a response and like that's the move i'm gonna do back there's my, this, this famous... my queen is invincible and has tier two uh, weapons. And you just yes. go around the board blasting it with her. <laughs> my queen has a bazooka. Yeah. 
<laughs> if it if it takes a piece, it also takes all of the adjacent oh, pieces. Oh my god, that'd be so much better. Just a grenade sure. queen. I mean, that's just yeah. basically Magic the Gathering, but so there's this this app what? called Really yeah. Bad Chess, where I might have mentioned this before. Basically, it starts you out with like a random set of pieces not like the normal set of chess pieces and it's just a regular chessboard and your opponent also has a random set of pieces and as you get better you start to lose good pieces and your opponent gets better pieces so it gets to the point where you have like nine pawns and you're going up against five queens and like (laughs) (laughs) jesus it's it's a lot of fun because like you start out really low and you get really confident as you just like wipe people out with your six queens and then like they start taking them away and replacing with pawns and like it's always like fairly randomized but like the difficulty stays about the same Trevor and I used to play a variant of chess uh, that we made up called All Queens Chess, where it was like you your king is still a king, but every other piece acts like a queen. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, it was surprisingly balanced. I guess like, that's a good way to make it quick. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was not faster. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess you'd initially think so, and then now because everything everything is queens like you, yeah. you've got to like figure out some kind of strategy so that's the thing is that everything is still balanced every like everything right. that i have trevor also has right. so like yeah. it's the same mindset moving around the board we were just like let's play the fastest game of chess ever all queens chess and then we were like oh god this is taking forever right we slowed down like halfway through our first game it was like hold on let me think about Hold on. Hold on. Right, because the first okay, time you, gonna... you play it, you're just immediately just like, I'm going to kill you. And then you're like, oh, I can get killed by three people right now. <laughs> yeah. So Queen's Gambit, uh, it's on Netflix. It came out mid-October, I think. Maybe, or maybe late October. Yep. Uh, and it is great. Yeah, it's a must-watch. Especially, I know this episode's probably coming out after the family Christmas and holiday things. But it's a good thing to watch with your family if if you are so bold to go to your families. And since that was brought up, fucking don't. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, but if, you, if you've been living with your family since like March, watch it with them. <laughs> have, have, have a nice little sit down. Yeah. yeah. But don't go to your families. <laughs> only if you're there. Do it. But don't. <laughs> but only if you just don't do it okay. don't, don't, <laughs> don't go do see it. your family nobody don't travel tom anything else you want to you want to say before we before we jump into a break no i think that's a good to go to take a break oh <laughs> i do want to say something real quick um uh nicholas cage has a new show on netflix <laughs> called history of swear words uh two episodes are out watch it now that's it let's jump into a break jump into a break brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy our show and are looking to buy a new jersey, hat, or sweatshirt, you can support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and getting 25% off your next order. That's p-o-d-g-o dot c-o slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything.
I, I had to describe what magic was at one point to someone, and I was like, well, imagine it's a game of chess, but there are 14,000 different pieces, and everyone brings their own board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, have to, you, have to pick, uh, you have to pick 20 of them from that 14,000 that you're going to play with. But... Wait, the official deck size is 20 things? No, it's, it's, no it has it's to be at 60. least 60. And it can be at least six. Yeah, okay. man, you, I'm, you guys know a lot more about magic than I was expecting. I I can I can get my deck right now if you want to go. <laughs> no, okay. no. I tragically lost all my cards in high school or in college, and now all I have is Hearthstone. That's still fun. Uh, you could play Magic Arena, or you could just buy new cards, bro. Or you could play on Cockatrice. I be what? free. Yeah, the free version. It's you have to enforce your own rules, but uh, I play like three times a week on Cockatrice with my friends online. That well, that does not sound like what it actually is. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to misspell it and That's, be punished horrifically for right. it. Right. That sounds like one of the names <laughs> that got thrown out when uh, they named Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome that, back to the never What's game. the next bit? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it's direct sales disaster. Direct sales disaster. Here we go. Um, oh, wait, hold on. I oh, I have some breaking news for you guys. This actually, uh, this article came out uh, one day. Actually, the website says one days ago. <laughs> um, and this is from Game Rants, and it's done by Daniel D'Angelo. Thank you, Dan D'Angelo, for really getting this solid scoop. Fast food restaurant KFC has just announced the world's first gaming console with an <laughs> internal chicken warmer. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that that was fake. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just nope. go through this article really quickly, and then we can all comment it uh, after. Powered by Intel, the K... Okay, depending on how you pronounce it, it's either the KFC console or the KF console is a Bold and spicy new frontier for gaming. <laughs> no, no more will fans have to choose between playing video games and having warm chicken. They're also they're also not first, by the way, because I don't know if any of you have ever owned a uh, Xbox 360. Oh yeah. But uh, that That'll thing is a fucking shit. yeah. That thing is a fucking space heater. Uh, this this Marvel Engineering was announced on Twitter by Mark Walton, a member of Intel's PR department. They use a um a heat sink. That they put pretty much right on the the serving tray of the chicken warmer, so <laughs> it, instead of your heat, be, um, people usually use a fan and try and blow the heat outside the system. They're just uh, emulsifying it into one magma core Good inside the. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that uh, sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the for the specs, uh, the KFC Ansel uh, is powered by an Intel Nuke Nine Extreme uh, computing element, which is basically a mini PC designed to be installed inside a larger gaming PC, just like the Russian nesting dolls. Um, <laughs> despite its amusing purposes, the KFC Ansel, assuming it launches, will likely t will likely to be able to handle most modern AAA titles. Probably not Cyberpunk. Um, also, it has a. <laughs> I like how they have to pepper this into. Also, it has a heated compartment for the storage of fried chicken. While <laughs> um, while KFC have yet to confirm the console's new price, a standard Nuke Nine kit uh, retails at a thousand dollars or more, depending on the uh, depending on the model. 
and that is assuming that the KFC Ansel is real and the whole thing isn't just an elaborate joke. <laughs> I very much hope that it is. I'm, I, yeah. The more you spoke, the sadder I got. <laughs> so, so the console itself just looks like it's it's a sleek black. It looks like a bucket of chicken. It looks like a black plastic bucket of chicken <laughs> with a big square where I'm assuming you're gonna put in. I don't know. I don't even know how big this thing is. Two things of popcorn chicken. <laughs> At some point, humans have to become extinct, right? <laughs> <laughs> like shortly after the release of the KF console. No, K KFC console. Jeez, Tom. All right, so now let's get right into the meat and potatoes of this direct sales disaster. <laughs> and I have been waiting about a month to do this. Oh, God. Like I said before, this is our unofficial Christmas Christmas episode. Or holiday, holiday, holiday episode, just because it's going to be released a little bit after Christmas or the holidays. So I decided to go off book a little bit and go shopping on Tiffany & Co., uh, the famous jeweler oh, and God. expensive oh, no. expensive things uh, website. Oh. And I went, <laughs> I went to their Everyday Objects collection. Everyday. Oh, Everyday boy. Objects. And I picked uh, five of my favorites. Uh, same style of gameplay, uh, five things, lowest to highest. I will give you a hint. The first thing is over $500. Oh, Jesus. And this will easily be our most expensive direct sales disaster. Yeah. Ready to go? Okay. Yep. As ready as I'm going to uh, be, let's I guess. Do, let's go. All right. First one's first. Sterling silver clothespin. <laughs> Tiffany Artisans transfer utility, utilitarian items into works of art. Wow, there's really no description. It's a clothespin made out of sterling silver. No diamonds or anything? Just silver? It can be personalized. Does that reduce the cost because there's technically less silver on it? <laughs> As they scrape away silver? Oh, I thought they just like kind of stamped it in. Um, it's, it's sterling so I mean, I can... Nah, can you give want. me a picture? No, show me what type of clothespin. It's it's a wooden one, but it's made from silver. With the with the spring? Yeah, it's a pinch pinch one. Okay. Uh five hundred and fifty dollars. Five fifty four Tom. Six twenty. Six twenty for Connor who's already defeated. Um yeah, I don't know if uh, thinking... anybody listening could hear that, but both Trevor and I were just banging our heads against it's the just, nearest It's just, you guys sound, thing. there's there's four and a half more, basically. <laughs> That's part of the defeat that I'm experiencing, is that <laughs> I've got four more after the fucking silver clothespin. <laughs> six ninety nine. I'm going to say six ninety nine ninety nine. Six ninety nine ninety nine. What? Six ninety nine so ninety nine. One cent less oh, than seven hundred dollars. Okay, okay. Trevor has one cent less than seven hundred dollars. Uh, Connor, you had what? Six twenty five. Six twenty. Six twenty. And Tom, you had five. Six twenty five. Five fifty. Oh yeah, I know. Crazy. Um. Oh, congratulations to Tom on winning the first round. Uh, ah. Actual price for a ster sterling, for one, sterling silver clothespin is five hundred and twenty five dollars. Ah. I don't even. I just want to get through this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Round number two uh, from Tiffany and Co. Tiffany and Co.'s Everyday Objects Collection. 18 carat gold paperclip. 
Um, <laughs> now, to be fair, they are advertising this as a bookmark. Um, <laughs> it is it is two and a half inches long, so, so it's big paper. Paper just clip. a big paperclip. Everything else looks the same. Uh, it's just made out of gold. And it's more than $525. Identical to the ones that you can get at, like, Staples that are just, like, aluminum with a gold plating. Correct. Completely identical, save for um, there's, like, a signature Tiffany & Company stamp on it. And it's actually solid gold. Right. Uh, 18 yes. karat solid gold. 750 750 for Trevor. I'm going to go 620 again. 620 for Connor again. Uh, I'm going to go 570. 570. Trevor, what was yours again? Sorry. 750. 750. Connor's going with 620 again. Trevor, congratulations. You hey. win this one. Actual price for 18 karat gold paperclip bookmark $1,500. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Yeah, this is this is a lot worse than jars of air, you guys. Fifteen hundred dollars for 1500. a paperclip. Yes, big Jesus ass paperclip. But so human big. beings are bound to be extinct sometime, right? What book uh, could I, you possibly? Be? Who's like fucking halfway through Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? These aren't things that you use. Like like nobody uses these things. This is sitting in like a glass case. Like that's a, worse in a hallway a of lot. stupid no, shit. No, it's just it it's just got to be a good book. I mean, it's just got to be a book that they're probably not even reading. It's like Paradise Lost. It's got to be like it's no, it's got to just be like it's yeah. infinite jest. Oh, it's infinite jest for sure if it's a or show. Or it's like book. the fucking it's it, or it's like the bible like a giant bible like sitting on a pedestal just open to a page. Yeah. Yeah. With a gold bookmark. Over right. here is my second bible room. <laughs> this one doesn't well, yeah, even have windows. People like people like Joel Osteen can afford this gold paperclip. Yeah, I like to think that whoever has purchased this has purchased like forty of them, and they just use them like in their office. <laughs> they they made the most expensive like horrible looking necklace. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I want it. Yeah, I remember being in fifth grade and making those bracelets. <laughs> all right moving right along they're to using it three. like they bent it to try and like hit that button to unlock the bathroom door <laughs> yeah you, you were really just trying to get your sim card out of your phone right. so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or to or to get a fucking floppy disk out of your quad yeah they broke it in half to make a lockpick set <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but we know that's never gonna happen. Guys, we're we're done, right? We're done recording now. <laughs> yep, I win. Nope, three more rounds. <laughs> yeah, fuckers. All right, <laughs> round number three. Sterling silver coffee can. Um, so it is a can. It is an empty can. Presumably, you can put coffee in it, but you can put a whole hell of a lot more. Um, it is six. Uh, Your gold <clears throat> bars, for example. <laughs> it is six point seven inches high. And made out of sterling silver, and that's basically all I have for you. Twenty five hundred. It's really short. Two thousand. No, I'm gonna go three thousand. Oh, three thousand for Tom. Twenty five hundred for Connor. I was gonna say thirty one, but now I feel like a dick about it. I'll go thirty one oh one. Yeah, you really, you really saved just saved yourself some face there, Trevor. <laughs> 
Uh, doesn't really matter though. Connor won. Ah, yay! Actual price is one thousand five hundred and fifty dollars. Fifty dollars more than the paperclip. Thank Christ. Wow. Yeah, it's Why? it's a it's a pretty what? good bargain. <laughs> oh man, this is one of my favorite ones. Sterling silver building blocks. Like Legos. Exactly like Legos, Connor. And oh fuck, hold on. I'm gonna actually just take a screenshot of this because I really want to show it to y'all. Oh god. Oh. These are fucking Legos. <laughs> <laughs> so um this is a mix of sterling silver and American walnut. Don't ask me how they glued them together, but it is a set of 10. Um they're... So not even enough to build anything. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so there there are a bunch of things ranging from anywhere to a uh 2 by 2 thick and a I guess they're all kind of thick pieces uh, and a 5 by 2 thick yeah um, and but each it looks like they might have a magnet on them as well uh, are you talking about that little nub in the front yeah. yeah yeah I'm not sure what that is they don't really talk about that but also each uh, each each square which would lock into another one has uh, a, a letter or something engraved on it so that it says like T and Co or Tiffany and Co. Yeah, yeah. it's a T, an ampersand, a C, or an O. So Well, um, no, the bigger <laughs> ones actually say Tiffany and Co. Oh, yep. Yes. Yeah, and then th this one says uh, 7275TH. I don't know what that is. Is that their address? Probably. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's the price. Noel's playing it cool, but that's the price. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, I was nervous about that. It is not the price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to be their address or some, some, yeah. some yeah. shit like that. Um, all right, so, yeah, just, just a quick reminder. You're only getting 10 of these bad boys. Exactly the same amount, I'm assuming, are in the picture that I did not count. How much, how much was the last one? One, one five. Last one was $1,550. It's more expensive than that. I'm gonna go uh, twenty-five. I'm just gonna 2, go with a cool okay. two, two, two grand. All right, twenty-five hundred for Tom and two grand, and a cool two grand for Connor. I think the last one is gonna not, be the not like... a nacho flavored two grand. <laughs> yeah, the cool, cool ranch. I mean, I mean cool I ranch is say... by far the best Dorito. Yeah, yes, Agreed. we we've talked about this many a time. Uh, I'm gonna sure. go thirty. Thirty hundred, three thirty, three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say thirty hundred. <laughs> uh, God, I'm thinking the last one is going to be some stupid fucking. It's going to be joke. like fucking a hundred and thirty billion carat. Yeah, like these are all like relatively close to each other, and then the last one is going to be like thirty six thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell, guys. Um, Connor, congratulations. God you, damn it, you win. Ten Legos for a, <laughs> for a solid price of one thousand six hundred fifty dollars. Six hundred fifty. God, these are all so close. I was expecting big jumps. Yeah. This one's yeah, this one's too. gonna have a jump. This one has to have a jump. Yeah. Last round. Are you guys ready? Oh God. Sterling silver greenhouse. <laughs> oh God. This what? unique and solid. I'll probably I'll give you a screenshot of this one too. Um. <laughs> this unique. Solid sterling silver, copper, and glass greenhouse was hand-assembled by the finest Tiffany artisans, uh, built over the course of nine months and nearly 1,000 hours in the Tiffany Hallowware workshop. This luxurious design brings an unexpected Tiffany style to any space. 
time-honored smithing techniques and cutting-edge technology combined to transform a utilitarian item into a modern work of art. Um, like they said, they are using strictly sterling silver, copper, um, museum non-glare glass. Uh, oh, they also say they're using cork and stainless steel, which I feel like is just a cheap shot right there. The dimensions are uh, 20... The, the two lines mean inches, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. 20 inches uh, in width by 26 and 3 quarters length oh, by Christ. 17 and 3 quarters uh, inches in height. Thank Christ. And I was really feet. fucking scared that you're this about is gonna to be me like... this is like an actual full-size yeah. greenhouse. <laughs> so I will give you a hint because, like, like, you, like you all have guessed, it is a dramatic jump in price. And I thought they were originally talking about feet. <laughs> <laughs> so this is... <laughs> I, this might even be. I'm gonna say. I think I, I think I tricked myself out on this one. So this is a price that you would expect to pay for a full size greenhouse made of sterling made silver. Made out of sterling silver. A hundred thousand dollars. Well, hold on, just just let it marinate for a bit. Uh, look at the look at the picture. I mean, it's not that much to see. It's exactly what you think it is. I, I'm gonna go with the uh, the bullshit ridiculous thing that I said earlier and say thirty six thousand dollars. Thirty-six thousand dollars, thirty-six thousand dollars for Connor. Anyone else? A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand for Tom. Uh, I'm thinking twenty-two thousand five hundred fifty. God, I'm gonna have to remember so many numbers. Um, <laughs> oh, also, speaking about remembering numbers, I don't know who's winning. Does anyone have? It? I have Connor two. has two. I have one. Connor has one. Okay. Yeah. And with that, what did you all say again? <laughs> 36,000. 36,000 for Connor, who has one point. 22,550. <laughs> Trevor did that. Okay. 22550. Yes. And I'm going an even 100,000. All right. Congratulations to Tom, who wins the last round. God. Final uh, price. $275,000. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> um, Noel, that means it's a tie. Yeah, we need a tiebreaker. You need oh, to go find another thing. On... Yes! No. I'm so happy. All right, all right. I, I got one real quick. You do? Yeah, Um, it's not going to be more than the last one, but I'll give you a range. Okay. Uh, here it is. It will kind of replace the second round of the uh, of the thing. So um, it is more expensive than the clothespin at $525. Okay. And it is less expensive than the um, uh, paperclip at $1,500. Okay. So got... If you want to just round it, round it off, it's between $500 and $1,500. Yeah, so we've got $1,000 to work with. Yes. Sterling silver paper plate. <laughs> what? Uh, That's not, not true. Else, <laughs> not much else to go by, but... It's basically um, a sterling silver paper plate that you can use for picnics and tennis uh, tr tournaments. It is. Well, how is it a paper? That's just a plate, right. then. It's made. Yeah, it's, it's just a sterling it's, silver it's plate. It's under the design of. Um, it's like that weird sort of uh, corrugated paper paper plate. You know what I'm talking right, about? Right, right. Yeah. yeah, like a typical yeah. paper plate. Right. Yeah. Um, except, it's sterling silver. But I'm pretty sure it's the same size as a paper plate at 9.7 inches uh, in diameter. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, hmm. yeah. Once again, uh, you have an option to go anywhere between 500 and uh, 1500. 
I'm going to go $900. 900 for Connor. I'm going to say 625. 625. So 900 for Connor, 625 for Trevor. Wait, but if Trevor wins this one, then it's a three-way tie. I I got like there's 52 in this collection. Good. I can go all day. Christ. I don't want that. Uh, I'm I'm going to say uh 1000. 1000 for Tom. Congratulations to Tom. No. Put it right on the nose damn with $1000. Damn, damn it. God damn it. Fuck. And this has been my direct sales ah. disaster and what a horrible horrible disaster it was. But I loved it. I'm so mad. <laughs> Tom and I are now tied for direct sale disaster GSDs, wins. Yeah. On the oh, season. it's going to go down to the wire. Yeah. That oh. also means that Connor and I are now tied for score for the season. It also oh, kind of doesn't go down to the wire because they either end tied or who's doing direct sales disaster next week? Is it me? Yeah. Oh, so you both have a chance. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, yeah, that's so, pretty terrible. Um, I do want to just kind of go over what else they're selling for I don't. an exorbitant amount. One uh, sterling silver pool Q chalk holder, $200. <laughs> um, two bone china paper cups. It's china, but it looks like paper, $125. A swirly straw made out of gold, $375. Can you just, can <laughs> you just tell me what the, the most expensive thing is? It's definitely the greenhouse. It's the greenhouse? Okay. Yeah. Um, a a uh, sterling silver American ruler for $525. And a golf tee made out of silver for $200. And then they also have a $775 sterling silver, uh, what's basically a Sharpie. <laughs> uh, either in the color black or the, the, the signature Tiffany blue or teal or whatever the hell it is you can't even get it in silver <laughs> no so so the ink itself is not sterling silver <laughs> we, have, we have truly strayed so far from god's light all right in order to save connor we just have to go yeah. on to the next game quick connor's gotta, about to find jesus <laughs> we gotta make we gotta make him fun again <laughs> oh man that yeah that's yeah, somehow, somehow that is worse than jars of air. That is <laughs> so, somehow. Yeah, thank you for for bringing that to us. Well, guys, uh, the last uh, game of the evening comes down to me, um, and you know, I I'd like to think, I, Noel, I've known you for like almost a decade now. Well, more than a decade now. Oh shit. Yeah, uh, and you guys, I've only met through the course of this podcast, but. I like to think we're all relatively close friends, and we, we know each other relatively well. But who's my best friend? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, we're going to play a game of magic after recording the podcast, right, Yeah, Connor? so we might. We might. I, I have been meaning to schedule that uh, movie marathon with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Noel didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Noel's, Noel's confident in the fact that he is, uh, he's got a solid lead. So oh, yeah, man. I, I got gobs and gobs of asparagus, baby. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> 
What? Asparagus. I got you. I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically, I'm very selfish and narcissistic. So this is, game is based on your knowledge of me. Uh, <laughs> I did have this game idea. Every and game. I, did, I, I think we all should I, do one at some point. I also but. did. Yeah, I had um, I had uh, the Super Null XXIVV. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, everything that everything that I'm gonna ask has come up uh, at some point during uh, the recording of the podcast. So uh, yeah, um, these are all things I think you sh you will probably be able to get. Um, but basically, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go. Uh, you're each gonna get a turn, and it's gonna be. Um, I've got three three questions for each of you. Okay. About me. So we're just gonna jump right on into this, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's my favorite color? Your favorite color is yellow. I'm gonna need you to be more specific. More specific. I know the answer to this one. Me too. <laughs> I think this was last week. It really, yeah. It was. You, you said it twice. <laughs> mustard. Yeah. 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 There it is. Right. You're wearing a mustard shirt right I am. now. Yeah, that's why I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one is for Noel. Noel, what's my favorite band? Wait. <laughs> that Noel has frozen. <laughs> <laughs> are are we not? Talking about no pterodactyls? No, no pterodactyls. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Does anyone else know this? I mean, I don't, know this. don't chime in on the answer, yeah. but okay. I know it. Oh, fuck. I know it sure as hell ain't the Eagles. <laughs> I know so many bands that it's not, but I also know... Oh, my God. It's going to destroy me once you say it, because I'm not, I'm not going to get it right. Um, I'm just trying to think of, like, what we all listen to in college, which is probably the worst way to go about it. <laughs> what should really steer you is that uh, all of this has come up in conversation during the recording of the podcast. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Noel doesn't remember I any don't... of that. <laughs> <laughs> Every week he, he shows up because he knows he's supposed to. He's like, oh, it's those three guys. That's right. <laughs> no, it's, I'm basically like the Bicentennial Man. Whenever we stop recording, I just plug myself into the wall and sort of <laughs> shut down. <laughs> For a week, Noel has the um, most experience. Is gonna get and is gonna get all of the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's tragic, but it might be true. See, now I want to change my mind and say that, like, if Noel gets it wrong, I get a crack at it. <laughs> I'm gonna so, let you guys say it, oh, but it's not gonna be no. for a point. <laughs> no, it's like, gotta pick one. <laughs> pick I a need band. An answer. Any band. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Can you give me a real answer? No. Okay. <laughs> no. no I don't. Oh my god, this is so bad. Right. I, I I will give you ten more seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five. LCD Sound System, Animal Collective, uh, Tame Impala, something like that. I need you to just pick one of those. Okay. No. I'm. No. I pass. All right, guys. It's spoon. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking yeah. fuck! Yeah, I was never gonna get that. Uh, there's a reason I didn't <laughs> give that to Tom because it was the it was the album I told yeah. him to listen to. <laughs> oh, well, sure. <laughs> oh man. All right, bud. Yeah. You let me down. It's okay. Uh, I'll. We we got more rounds, right? Or is it just a one round? Game? No, no. I got I got. Okay. You, you each get three questions. 
there was a time where we were talking about like if uh if whatever we wanted could is, exist as a pet uh what would i want oh yeah oh um it was it was a it was a mini game during uh yeah. a multimedia minute right i remember this some of the option the things that were discussed were uh, a chicken with a t-rex head uh, <laughs> a hippo wobbling. with chicken feet just be wobbling around. Uh, <laughs> which i think were connor or were uh, trevor and answers yeah. um, but you were the only one who took it seriously and god damn i know it i, I wow, don't trevor well, he edits the shows. He listens to it more yeah. times than we do. Uh, that might probably helps. Be true. That might actually be fair. I'm just gonna say a cat. Okay. I think that was a joke that I I made. I was like, no, that's just a cat. Right. No, that like was just something that I said. Uh, Trevor, do you uh, actually know what it is? Yeah, it's a teacup elephant. Yeah, it's a little tiny elephant. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Job, Trevor. Thank you. I I feel like I know who's gonna win this. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, all right, Tom. Trevor, I come back to you. All right. Um, there was a time uh, many moons ago when I <laughs> felt like I wanted to treat myself, but I came away with a traumatic experience. What am I talking about? Ooh, treat yourself, but you came away with a traumatic experience. Oh, uh, d- when one. you <laughs> tried to go get a massage at a strip parlor, <laughs> like <laughs> a strip mall. And sure enough, they did exactly what a strip mall massage parlor does. They flipped yeah. you over. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> you are right. Well done, buddy. Thank you. All right. Um, Noel. Not what Connor said. <laughs> no, not at all what I said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would have called her buddy. <laughs> For some reason, that's the weirdest part. <laughs> Uh, you just you just walk out like you walk out of like a, a sports game. It's like, oh man, good, good job, pal. And just <laughs> s- slap him on the shoulder. Butt pads, hit the showers. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Noel. I recently did my take on the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. What did I say was the worst Marvel movie? I don't remember this at all. Really. I'm joking, guys. <laughs> there is. Um, I guess. I guess I re-listened to it today, and I guess I I said it about two movies. So I'll give you either one of them. Yes. Uh, one of them. Not sure which one, but it definitely happened before the first Iron Man. It was like one of the, 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 the weird Hulkses. Um, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that's my final answer. The other one was. Oh, 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 of course. Iron Man 2. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And the other one that you were saying was right. The Incredible Hulk. It was between oh. the two of those. Nice. Yeah, because I was just thinking of what, what my least favorite MCU movie was. Yeah, those are by far the worst. <laughs> um, cool. I also, you, you you had some serious critiques about the, the animation in Black Panther. Yes, yeah. I did. But I love the movie itself. Is yeah. a good, yeah, no brown nosing, Tom. Play the game. <laughs> oh, I will get my nose nice and brown. Oh, oh okay. God. All right. Damn it. All right. Well, Tom, it is your question. Yeah. I have a uh, strange compulsion involving an action that I see on screen. What is that? Uh, whenever you see a character do something, you have to mimic that action. Oh. 
Can you, you gotta be more specific. Slightly more specific. <laughs> the entire movie. <laughs> 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 he acts out every scene of every movie that he watches. <laughs> Trevor was actually the Trevor. That was your thing, right? Where you like see stuff um, you, like, in a book. If I read book, something. Yeah. yeah uh, Trevor Trevor does it when he reads it. I make a face when I am drawing somebody. I draw, make that face. Um, the action is why I told this story. I want to say it's something to do with your hands. God damn it. Why do I not know this? <laughs> this this is, was last week, wasn't it? Wasn't it? This might have also no, been last week. Two, it was either, I think it was two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. God, I am totally blanking. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to say that you have to make the hand gesture that the actor is making. Uh, guys, do you know what it is? He has to wink. Or you have to no, it's either yeah. that or you have to do all the driving scenes <laughs> whenever you're watching a movie. What? No, he acts out the no. entire film. <laughs> yeah. Start to finish every scene, yeah. every character's point of view. No. If somebody if somebody winks at the camera, I have to wink right back at them. He did a yep. flawless impression of Fight Club. <laughs> Trevor, your last question. Yeah, let's do this. What was my major in college? Oh. Uh, theater. Wow. Yeah. That is yeah. two points. For, that is a guaranteed two points for Trevor. I should get a third point because I've gotten everybody else's questions right too. No. You know, you're far enough <laughs> behind that I think I'm going to give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> but only if you can get the the next two questions because they're they each have another question. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, that's fair. What is the name of the chronic condition that I have? Oh God! I ho <laughs> oh no. Trevor, do I you do know? know. I, I I know it. Yeah. Is it Crohn's? I do it too. is Crohn's. It is Crohn's. Okay. It is Crohn's. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tom, the final question for you: How do I identify sexually? You're okay. pansexual. That's my boy. Yeah. All right. I did know I all gonna, of them. I was just going to so. say, pers personal pansexual. So, yeah, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor did, in fact, get all of them. Um, so what I've learned is that Trevor is my best friend. Trevor <laughs> is my new best friend. And he gets, I'm going to give it. him three points. <laughs> he, gets, he gets a total of three points for that. I feel like it, this has to go to, to, the, to the judges if we want to allow three points in a game. Oh no! I'll give you. You definitely points. get a bonus point. Um, oh wait, are you talking about uh, in-game points or final score points? Final score points. Final. Oh, it should be. I think points. it should only be two. No, I'm gonna give. I say I, three. He he, you got every. You got every single question rounds, of the game. He swept all of your rounds. Honestly, fuck it. Doesn't even really matter to me personally. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take I'm, it. I'm gonna give you three yeah. for that. Go fit. <laughs> That, that brings me up to only three points behind, and next week is my multimedia minute, which Holy means if I sweep the oh, week. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy next week. It's going to be. If we sweep the week, it'll be a three-way tie. Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> yeah, what happens then? It, no wins. Yes. Yes. I am in for that. Yes. I'm in for that. Trevor, if you sleep next week, Noel wins. Noel wins. If it <laughs> somehow ends up in a three-way tie. I agree with it. I and agree with this. someone else will have to eat the salad. <laughs> we'll, each of us will order a salad, yeah. and then uh, we'll, we'll split the cost of a pizza for Noel. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Whoa. Okay. So this, so this this season ending is kind of a nail biter. Yeah. Yeah. It's really now it is. Yeah. I was not expecting that. <laughs> but anyway, well done, Trevor. I, Thank I'm, you. I'm impressed by you, and I'm I'm gonna send you a bouquet of flowers. Yes. I'm gonna tell my girlfriend they're from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well. uh... Jump it's time some for some fake ads. fake ads. Yeah, it's not just because he won the last game, but this this uh, episode of Never Games is brought to you by Trevor. Uh, happy birthday, buddy! Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, happy birthday. That's it. That's yeah. all I got. Today's episode of the Never Games is also brought to you by Angzine Whiskey. Do you have old acquaintances you need to be forgot? Oh God! <laughs> go, go for old Angzine Whiskey. Uh, okay, I like it. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by The Blue Day Book Written by Bradley Trevor Grieve This uh, this book made an appearance in like episode 2 or something And then I found it in a book swap The Blue Day Book, a lesson in cheering yourself up Full of lots of wonderful black and white pictures of puppies Aww. Doing all sorts of weird things and it's like a big long poem. Wonderful book. Everybody should buy it or find it in a book swap. If it's still in print. Um, get it used. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> Email us at hello at thenevergames.com and pay for shipping and I'll send it to you. <laughs> I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> he will ship it over personally. <clears throat> Copyright um, 2000. Same year as the Grinch remake. Huh. <laughs> huh. Don't try to prove you're listening. <laughs> Wait, is that a... That... No, Noel's, no, Noel's no. frantically looking around his room for <laughs> anything he could possibly have an advertising for. Uh, 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 this episode... Hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> no, that's rubbing alcohol. It doesn't have the same uh, market push. Um, uh, this episode is brought to you by Lighters. Uh, they make things combust, and they have cool Keith Haring designs on them. Get lighters now. <laughs> get lighters. End of commercial. No. <laughs> yeah. Just get them. I, get I'm them. really glad I can I can really uh, maximize my efficiency on these. Oh, on these God, that's just funny. <laughs> my favorite null jokes are just when he forgets how to speak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to another great game uh, episode of The Never Games. Which uh, of the games was the great the... one? Uh, it was Connor's. I agree, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, please tell your friends. Check us out anywhere you can get great podcasts. And like, follow, and subscribe us on both social media at The Never Games. That's the underscore never underscore games. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash the never games. We are not forcing uh, anyone to donate money, um, obviously, because <laughs> are we not? It... Oh, oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta call some people, dude. Oh, I have so many boxes to open. Shoot. Oh man. Uh, uh, yeah, do so... we not do their shoutouts if they were forced? Well, it's. It's more of a forced <laughs> shout-out. It's not going yeah. to have the same sort of... I misunderstood uh, shout-out. I thought that feeling. meant, like, we got them shouting from the closet. 
Yeah. Oh, like like a like a help. Like yeah, a help, help. They're shouting. This is getting scary. Yeah. This. Do we want to push this, this joke just a little bit too far? Long. I. <laughs> Patreon.com. A little slash, bit too far. Slash the Never Games. <laughs> um, we know it is a crazy year, um, but we are trying to make uh, this kind of our full-time job. So if you can uh, support us, we'd be absolutely grateful, and we can actually send you some pretty good prizes uh, in the meantime. Um, donate only as much as $3, and you can get an on-air shout-out. Nothing like what Trevor was just talking about. <laughs> uh, this is a good thing. Um, uh, basically, uh, what, what it means is like we just uh, dedicate a episode to you if you want to donate a little bit more. We'd also be even more grateful. Uh, yeah, so once again, uh, patreon.com slash the nerve We also have an email. It's come up a few times on this episode, but we really do want to hear from you. If you've listened this far into the episode, it means you're a true fan, and we want to know what you think of us. Give us your unfiltered opinions. Send it directly to us, and we will send back our unfiltered opinions of you. Hello at thenevergames.com. Hope you're paying attention to the end of that email address. That... That would be thenevergames.com. That is our website. On that website, you can find all of our episodes. You can comment on the episodes. You can check out what we've been into as far as the Multimedia Minute is concerned. Talk with other fans. Learn about us. See our scoreboard stats. What you can also see is uh, all the music that's used during the um, during the episodes. That music is done by a band called Good Damn It that features Trevor on all the stuff except drums and then Noel on the drums. Yes, yes, yes. We have finished uh, yet another wonderful episode. Uh, We hope you have loved it just as much as we have loved recording it. Um, Just one more heads up. uh, We are finishing our season relatively soon, so keep an eye out on what the final standings and who will be the grand champion of season one of the Never Games. It will uh, could be me. Um, I think yeah. no. <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure that three points a game for three games plus the bonus point for sweeping would give you 10 points, which puts you at 16, which means you finish in last. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> but I'm sorry. Time. I said it as it was coming to me. That came off harsh. That was just train of thought. <laughs> but only time will tell. My name has been and always will be Noel McGinnis. I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now. My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. I am Connor Provost. Good night, sweethearts. And this has been the Never Games Do We Play Games. Almost Never. Oh shit, we all did it this time. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> this has been a Stickerbox Studios have a mop. There you go.